Hey, everyone. You're listening to On the House with Spartan, an ad-free podcast brought to you by a full-service turnkey company. I'm your host, Lindsay Davis, CEO and co-founder of Spartan Invest. On this show, we talk about all things real estate, from market patterns, industry insight, construction, property management, and other investment avenues. We hope you'll join as we dive into today's episode of On the House with Spartan. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of On the House with Spartan Invest. I'm Lindsay Davis, and today we are going to be talking about our move outs. Yay, so much fun. Our move outs. uh, Well, first, let me just uh, reiterate. So most property management companies call these turns. Right. We we always want to be different. So we're always labeling our processes just a little different. Uh, so whenever you have a tenant turnover, we've dubbed it as a move out. So this is the term that I'm going to use throughout the podcast, just so you guys are in the know. So we're going to talk about that process and how important it is for investors to be aware of this process. And this is one of the most common questions that we get once investors close. Once investors have closed on their property, they've got their investor relations specialist, the move out process, the turn process is the most frequently asked about. So we're going to cover all of the details of Atlas Rental Property, you know, Spartan Invest Property Management Company. We're going to cover that process and in its entirety, hopefully to answer, to preemptively uh, answer any questions that investors might have. Let's start from the very beginning. When a tenant moves out, we are reaching out to the tenant 60 days prior to them renew, not if they're not renewing their lease. Now, obviously, this is outside. Uh, any kind of eviction or them leaving suddenly due to lack of payment or whatever the situation might be. But we do require our tenants to let us know 60 days prior that they plan on not renewing. But we uh, internally are reaching out to the tenant asking if they are going to renew their lease 120 days prior to their lease expiration. So 120 days. Why in the world would we do that? Well, uh, there are a couple of different reasons. One, we want as much time to give our investors time to weigh in and that we don't have necessarily a blanket policy on every property gets a 10% increase. We are taking the properties into consideration given the area, how good the tenant's been. I mean, the investor may not want to renew that tenant's lease if they've had a lot of maintenance or if they've been very, you know, bad or very inconsistent in paying or if they've, you know, been sent to eviction a couple of times and been able to get out. You know, there's a there's numerous different reasons why we may not want to renew. But that 120-day mark lets the investor ha- have some opinion in that. It's like, hey, you know what? I I really think that I'm good with just a 5% increase because this tenant's been phenomenal. You know, so our investor relations team is working with our investors to kind of get their feel. All right. So for the purpose of this podcast, you know, we run about a 60% renewal rate. So about 60% of Atlas Rental Properties portfolio is renewing post that the 24-month initial stay. But for the purposes of this episode, let's say that our tenant said, you know what? Nope, I'm I'm going to vacate at the end of my lease. I have no intention of renewing. All right. And I'll talk a little bit 
about what we do and what the process looks like if there is an eviction or if they have to go through the eviction process and they vacate early. But for right now, we're going to talk about, you know, the typical, hey, tenant lived here for two years. They're not renewing. We need to turn the property and get it ready. So as soon as the tenant vacates, let's say in a perfect world, they vacated on the 30th of the month, the very last day. Their last day was June 30th. July 1st, we are out there changing the locks. We've already flagged it in our system. We have our field ops techs that are constantly in the field going to these properties. And so we've already pre-scheduled them to make sure that they're out there as soon as possible. And it's a little bit more strategic. Our approach has to be a little bit more hands-on because we are single family rental and our territory is so broad. It's not a multifamily complex. So we don't have 300 doors uh, necessarily located in one specific spot. So we have to be very strategic in where we're sending our guys. So once our field ops tech said they've gone out there, they have walked the property and taken pictures of the property. Now, these pictures are going to be instrumental in determining if the tenant gets their security deposit back. So that's why it's so imperative that we're out there as soon as the tenant vacates so we can get those particular photos. And then they're also doing their preliminary scope. And what I mean by that is that we've developed an internal calculator for our move out team as well. You guys have listened to the, the acquisitions episode. So you know that, that we have streamlined several processes and, you know, developed internal calculators to help us accurately predict costs for our investors. So the point of this internal calculator is to be able to present hey, a, a preliminary quote with what we believe is going to cost to, for the investor to get that property back in order. And, and there's various different, you know, amounts. So if the property needs, you know, minor sheetrock work and just a little paint touch-ups, it's, well, it's going to project, you know, X amount based on the square footage. And I say X amount because, as you guys know, that, that uh, labor and construction costs have changed. They've been pretty volatile over the last 18 months. So that amount has, has changed pretty frequently. And we've had to kind of stay ahead uh, with our internal calculators in that regard. And then let's say your property needs major sheetrock repair. Let's say the tenants, uh, unfortunately, just had a birthday party with sledgehammers. And you've got to do major repairs to the walls. You've got to paint the entire internal of the house. Well, then if um, if our field ops techs notice that, then they're clicking, hey, okay, so this needs to be done and it's going to calculate a, a Y value for the number of square feet. So, so that's how we are coming up with everything that needs to be done to that particular property. We're getting all of the pictures to justify, uh, you know, the work that needs to be done and to showcase before and after. So our investors, we try to be as transparent as possible. We always want to provide before and after photos with any work that we're doing. And, and then also to say, okay, this is what we believe it's going to cost. Now, this is outside of the property management agreement when it states that repairs over $500 that, you, that investors have to give us the thumbs up. Uh, that that's our process, but the move outs fall outside of of that realm. And I'm going to talk a little bit about what most property management 
companies do in this particular process and how we're different and why. And I think that that needs to really be a big takeaway and that there are pros and that there are cons to the way that we do it versus the way that other property management companies do it. So I'll talk a little bit about that as well. But we have our preliminary goal and uh, our preliminary quote on what it's going to cost to get your property back rent ready. Once we have that quote, we send that quote and that scope of work out to uh, several different contractors. We have a, you know, a handful of contractors that work exclusively with our move out team and they're always ready to go where their only customer, they're ready to jump on jump on the properties as soon as they become available. And so they'll get those quotes and they'll either agree to the, you know that amount and that work or they'll come back and negotiate. Now, like we've talked about at Spartan Invest and at Atlas Rental Property, in excruciating detail, we track everything. So we're tracking how accurate our, our projections are on the move outs versus the actual cost that it is. And I mean, and right now we're off about 12% of the time in the last, you know, in the last 52 week uh, basis. So we track it on a 52 week rolling basis. So that's a pretty decent given, like we talked about, just the changes in uh, construction and construction labor. But we also do the scope so we can give the investors a heads up. Hey, Mr. Investor, you have a move out coming right now. We're projecting it to be about 2,500 or we're projecting it to be 4,000. Now, 4,000 is definitely on the high end. Our average is right at 2,500. Industry standard uh, single family homes that experience turns other property management companies we benchmark with several just to make sure that, you know, we're, we're staying in line and, and kind of uh, touch, touch base with different KPIs. Their average, I mean, they're seeing about 3,500. So, and those are property management companies um, in, in our region. Other property management companies, like I just said, benchmarking, their typical process is once they have gone into the property, they've evaluated what needs to be done with that particular property. And their next step is coming to the investor and saying, Mr. Investor, this is what we need to do. That we're projecting it's going to be about $2,500. I need you to send $2,500 to us so we can do that. And then a lot of times there's a negotiation, right? Because the investor's like, well, you know what? I don't necessarily think that the entire property needs to be repainted. I, I don't want to do that. Or you know what? That that handrail, I don't, I don't want to fix that. I'm not, you know, that's fine. We're going to do only X, Y, Z. And it could be the opposite. The investor may want to put a little bit more money into the move out. It's like, hey, I think we should do this and, um, and that. So a lot of times there's a back and forth and all that time, that negotiating time is time that the property continues to sit vacant. It's not a wrong way. It's not a right way. It's just different. We take a complete opposite approach in that we're saying, hey, you know what? You've trusted us to be the industry experts, and we are. We know exactly what needs to be done to this particular property to get this property back up and running and get a tenant back in it so you're cash flowing again. So this is what it's going to cost. We've already bid it out to contractors. We've already got a contractor working on it. 
right now we have contractors starting within three to four days uh, once that preliminary scope is done. That's how quickly we are on top of it. And we track the number of days it takes us from move out to relist. We're tracking that and reporting that every Friday as well. So this is something that we take very seriously. The second that tenant moves out, that get that property goes against our occupancy vacancy numbers. So we're we're all hands on deck with getting that property ready. So we've already assigned it to a contractor and a contractor's already working on it. And that eliminates a lot of the back and forth. Here is what you could consider a benefit or a, a not a benefit. It depends in that we're going to go ahead and pay that for that move out. We're not going to ask the investor to send us any money. You know, we're not saying, hey, Mr. Investor, you've got a really bad move out. It's going to be $4,000. No, we're going to say, hey, this is what the move out cost. We're working on your property already. We're going to take care of the bill. And then the tenant's rent coming in is going to pay down, is going to pay us back. So you're not coming out of pocket that $4,000. You may go a few months without that cash flow, but you are not coming out of, you're, you're not paying uh, it up front. We do have several investors that choose to do that. They're like, hey, you know what? I'd rather cash flow here. I've, I've kept my 5% reserve just for this very reason, like you guys recommended. So here's the $4,000. I want to continue to cash flow perfectly fine. You are more than more than happy to do that. So like I stated before, there's not it's not right or wrong. It's just different in that our goal is to get the property renovated and back on the market as soon as possible. So it's just easier for the investor. It's easier for us if we just handle that cost and let that tenant pay you back. That way, even the move out process is as hands-off and as passive as possible. That's our goal. That's what that's what we're trying to accomplish for, for our clients. So once the property is completed, we've got everything ready. Um, we've released it back to our leasing team, just like the original construction team did. Uh, we're, we're handing it back off. And then our leasing team is going out there. They're getting it ready for the market. They're putting it on all the, the various... Uh, leasing, you know, hey, Zillow, Realtor, you know, our website, they're doing everything that they can possibly do to get a tenant back in place. And, and that's, that's the, okay, sorry. Break. All right. And that is our move out process. And uh, in just a couple of weeks, we're going to be releasing just an FAQ on some of the most frequent questions. So I, I kind of walk through the process internally of what we do to get the properties um, ready after a tenant moves out. But we're also going to feature uh, frequently asked questions and that what our investor relations specialists, what they are always asked in regards to tenant move outs. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review and subscribe. If you want to learn more, check us out online at SpartanInvest.com. Until next time, this is On the House with Spartan.